Hi there. Before we get into today's podcast episode, I really wanted to encourage you to use this opportunity today as you're listening to this to really look at what it is that you are prioritizing. What is it that you are giving all of your attention to? When was the last time that you invested in you? When was the last time that you did something for yourself? When was the last time that you said, all right, what is going on in my life really isn't serving me in the most that I would like it to. And so I'm going to do what needs to be done to make the change. Not to sound like super morbid, but no one is coming to save you. And it is your responsibility to start doing things for yourself that are actually going to move the needle to where you want to be. And if you're listening to this episode, I already know that you are such a fucking powerhouse, but you just need a little bit of encouragement. You need someone to really come down at you and say, hey, what are you doing? Let's get this pony show started, honey, and let the fucking breaks off of your life like the things that are holding you back enough is enough you have been doing this dance with yourself for long enough and the time is now that you say fuck it i'm worth it and i'm going all in and speaking of investments when you decide to hire a coach a mentor whatever you are not saying hey i choose you you're saying hey i choose me there is something so empowering and this light that just goes off inside of you whenever you make the decision to make the investment into a coach or mentor that's actually going to move your needle and help you achieve what it is that you're trying to get towards If you have not found your soulmate mentor, I now have applications open to work privately with me for the spring. I know that it's still chilly. I know that it's so cold, but there is that spring energy in the air. And with that spring energy, let's follow mother nature and start applying change and blossoming and blooming just like spring is doing. So if you're interested and if you are ready to find your soul mate coach and do the damn thing, you know where to find me. You can apply using the link below in the show notes and I will be in touch as soon as I receive it. Hey there, my friend, and welcome to Magnetic Mindset with your host, Alyssa Simpson. That's me. I'm a mindset and manifestation coach empowering women to burn the rule book by handing them the pen to write their own. I am a wife, a fur mama, native Texan, and your new unorthodox free-spirited best friend. And I cannot even start to tell you how excited I am that you're here today. So please sit back, relax, and get ready to magnetize your mindset. Hello! Welcome back. How are you? I hope you're having the most incredible day, the most incredible week. And if you aren't, hopefully this is just the magic that you need to feel magnetic, my friend. It has come to my attention. So I honestly feel like there are a plethora of mindset and manifestation things that I can talk about, which is obviously why not 
the sole reason, but one of the big reasons why I even started this podcast. And you guys, we're coming up on a year of this thing. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to celebrate, but as soon as I do, I will let you know and you're invited to celebrate with me. But with all of the things that I can talk about, mindset and manifestation and all of the beautiful things that I am obsessed with and have such a passion for, we oftentimes just want to know how the fuck can we make more money? How are there people living in the world that we see every day who just seem like they are so lucky? All of this incredible thing, all these incredible things happen to them. They are just surrounded with wealth and abundance. And why not me? Raise your hand if you have felt that way. If you're not raising your hand, I think you might be lying to me and yourself because we have all felt that way at some point in time. And even though I am the mindset and manifestation guru that I am, I too have felt that in the past. There was even a point in time that I literally had to mute fucking everything and everyone because I was so triggered because I felt like my needle wasn't moving. I felt like I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't being enough. I wasn't receiving enough that I just didn't have enough. And that couldn't be further from the fucking truth. But that was my perception and it was incorrect. So what I had to do to kind of get out of that mindset was bring it back to home, bring it back to myself. And I've said it before and I will say it again. It is so unnatural for us to know what is going on in other people's lives and world. So social media is such an unnatural fucking thing. It is not good for our mental health and it is still so new that there isn't enough science and research done to back what I'm saying, but what I'm telling you is true. We literally still have instincts within us that are primal as fuck, that are from the days when our ancestors were hunters and gatherers and living through the Ice Age and all of these fucking things. Those DNA things are still inside of us. Now, that goes against everything that is our world now right? Like that's why we have such a strong fight or flight response when it comes to things that aren't even fighting or flighty. You know what I mean? Like we aren't, a a bear isn't coming up to us, but we still have the same thing happening in our brain and within our body that says a bear is coming towards us. And you have the same reaction, which is fight or flight that is happening in your body when something a little scary happens or when you see a horrible fucking video on social media or you hear a horrible fucking story about something and you you essentially put yourself in the shoes of whatever the situation is and you start to freak the fuck out because that is still a primal thing in our DNA. Knowing what's going on with other people on social media, seeing people live out their lives through a fucking screen in our hand, that is so unnatural and so crazy that that is exactly why we have such a hard time, more so now with our mental health than we did 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, social media is not going to go away. And personally, I have a love-hate relationship with it. I love that I get to connect with people from all over the world through social media. And I'm able to make an impact on people all over the world through social media. Like I have a platform that allows me to speak to the masses and encourage and empower the masses that I simply wouldn't have if social media weren't a thing 
right? So there are many beautiful things to it, but also you got to be careful. Like you have to know what your limits are. And like I spoke about in a previous episode that I, if you ask me, Hey, Alyssa, do you know about this? I'd be like, I have no idea what you're talking about because I personally cannot keep up with that stuff because it drives me into a horrible spiral of feelings that I don't want to fucking feel and I don't want to consume myself. I have lived that route of being all consumed with what else is going on and it literally almost broke me. Okay. So I will never go back to that place. And you may think that that is unreasonable or it's selfish or what the fuck ever, but this is my life and I'm living my life and I'm encouraging you to do the same. If it makes you feel good to be self-aware of what's going on, not self-aware, if it makes you, we should all be, we should all be self-aware. So that was not the right word I needed to use. If you feel the need to be aware of what's going on in other places, other parts, other people's lives, and you don't have the negative effect to it, more fucking power to you. You were built different than I am and you were built to be more involved than I am. Okay. That is just what I'm going to say. But with mindset and manifestation, there are things that come into play that are important that we just don't talk about enough and people don't talk about enough. And if you're looking at other people's lives and thinking, well, why not me? Why not me? Blah, 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 blah. The first thing and how you shift that narrative is when you see things like that, that is literal breadcrumbs from the universe saying, this is possible for you too. This can be your reality too. This is also something that you can have. Those are what That is what that means when you see these things happening in people's lives. So I want to encourage you to stop the spiral of, well, why not me? Blah, 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 blah. They're lucky and I'm not. That's not true. It is simply not true. The universe is showing you breadcrumbs of what is possible. So look at those instances, those things, those what people are doing, what they have, and think, wow, I cannot wait to the day that for the day that I also have those things that I also have achieved those desires because those desires are within me. And how cool is it that I have proof that it is possible for me because someone else is doing it as well. So that is the first thing I want you to understand as we dive into today's conversation. Now with mindset and manifestation and all of the things that I just am obsessed with and have really dedicated so much of my time and energy and money to literally over the past 30 years of my life, like it has always been such a huge, huge thing for me. I am currently reading this book, We Should All Be Millionaires, and I will link it in the show notes as well. It's such a good fucking book. And it was, um, what's the fucking word? I got inspired to read this from my coach. She, she was like, Hey, let's start a, like, you should read this book. I'm reading it. And I think you would absolutely love it. So I got the book and I've been reading it and I absolutely love it. <laughs> uh, my coach and I have been together for almost two years now. And I always tell her that we're married because literally like we just, I don't know, like she just, we've been together for so long and she just gets me, I get her and she knew that I would love this book. And I do. And while I'm reading this book, so many things are just getting light shed on them again for me. Have you ever noticed that there's things that happen in your life and you're like, oh my gosh, this is such a profound thing. And then you like kind of get, I don't want to say obsessed with it, but you spend a lot of time either talking about it or really like emerge yourself in it, emerge, (laughs) submerge. I'm having trouble with my words today, y'all. So bear with me. Um, my coffee creamer that I normally have and my bone broth powder that I put in my coffee, I'm out of. So I'm like kind of raw dogging this 
not so great coffee that I'm not really that into. I'm grateful for the coffee, don't get me wrong, but I think it's fucking with <laughs> just life for me because <laughs> I don't have my natural stuff. Um, I should have it by next week. But anyways, um, yes. So whenever you have a topic that you're like, okay, I'm really going to dive into this, blah, 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 blah. And then it kind of, you kind of just forget about it, right? So this book is kind of like rejuvenating these thoughts and these feelings and these conversations that I've had, maybe not necessarily like here on the podcast, but things that I've either had like internal conversations with or conversations I've had with my coach or conversations that I've had with clients. Regardless, these like this book is really like, I need to hear this and it's coming at the right time. And I really love whenever the universe just shows out like that. Like you just have these moments of, okay, like I needed to hear this and this is how it was delivered to me. Like how fucking cool and great is that? But let's get back to what I wanted to talk about in the book. So I'm not, I haven't done, um, I'm not finished reading it yet. I just finished chapter three this morning and I already have like so many golden nuggets to take away from it. Um, again, this is, these are not like my, um, (laughs) these are not things that I just pull out of my ass out of thin air. Like I really think if you enjoy this conversation today, you should definitely get the book. Like I said, I'm going to link it because there's a lot of great stuff. Um, but what I will say is the few things that I have read so far, just in the three chapters that I have read, I want to talk about them today and how important they are to your life. Your environment is so important and we don't even necessarily realize that until it changes. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where you kind of get caught up in where you are, who you're surrounded with, the conversations that you hear, um, and you don't even really understand how much of an impact that it has on you. Even a cluttered desk, like right now my desk has notes on it because I was writing and doing things for a client of mine and I'm like, fuck, I I need to put this away. And it's going to drive me nuts until it's like where it needs to be or until it's like, you know, put away where it needs to be. And that's just who I am naturally. Like everything has a place for me. And then when it doesn't, I truly do feel in my energy off. I feel overwhelmed. I feel irritated. I feel like my creative juices can't flow. And if you've ever really dove into feng shui, you understand like their entire practice is the importance of your space, your actual physical space, right? And there is truth to this because if you're someone who's similar to me, you feel a little out of whack when things aren't put away or kept nice or looking fresh. And again, with social media, we see, I follow a lot of interior design accounts because that is a huge passion of mine. I really love design and I really love interior design and homes and all these things. And you see oftentimes these content creators with very curated kitchens and curated dining rooms and curated patios and all these things and that I understand and I know that that is not everyone's reality. I have a really beautiful home. Our our home that we're in now was built in 2018, so like it's very updated, it's very modern, it's very clean and white and and all everything just looks, you know, like it's all the same scheme, whatever. Um Now, so that is different than it was whenever Josh and I lived in our roach-infested townhome. Like, the cabinets were outdated. They were really cheap, shitty wood. I don't even think they were wood. I think it was, uh, like, composite or whatever the fuck it's called. The floors were this, like, laminate, flaky, not real, like, wood or tile. 
um, you know, we had roaches, there was water damage and all these things. And even when we lived in that space, I made sure that I did what I could to make it feel good in there. So having the windows open to let a lot of natural light in, which we were in a townhome, so we didn't have windows on every wall, right? Because we shared the majority of our wall with the other tenants on the other side. But I still would make sure that the windows were open, that I would let fresh air in if the temperature was good outside. Having fresh flowers and live plants in the house and you know, making sure that I'm decorating it to how I want it to feel, like making sure that we have, you know, diffusers going with nice aromas in it and all these things. So even if your home and your environment doesn't look like these nice curated things that you see on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, Pinterest, you know, oh my God, Pinterest has like the best shit for interior design and environment stuff. But anyways, um, you can still do little things that still make your home feel fresh and feel good and feel like a million bucks, like you are your highest self because your highest self isn't going to live in dinge and dirt and gross. Like you're going to do everything you can to make it be nice. So you don't have an excuse, in my opinion, to why your environment does not reflect something like really nice and clean and beautiful. And this isn't to say that homes aren't being lived in. Okay, I understand that. I don't have children. But there are still times where the dishes are fill in the sink because I don't want to put away dishes right now. I want to watch a movie with Josh or, you know, we have friends in the house and I don't feel like I need to be cleaning right now because I want to spend my time with them or I just got done cooking and I'm full and after eating this meal, I don't feel like putting all this shit away right now. I'm going to leave it out or I just cleaned my laundry, but it's sitting in a pile on the couch and I'll get to it whenever I feel like putting it away, whatever that I totally get it. Like homes are meant to be lived in. I understand that, but your environment is so important even if you're if we're looking at things that we don't see all the time so like drawers closets compartments like cleaning those things out you are energetically allowing better things to come into your life so what I encourage you to do after listening to this episode is do a little bit of spring cleaning spring is in the air it might still be technically winter right now whenever you're listening to this episode or whatever even if you're listening to this episode and it's in the middle of fucking summer and you didn't listen to this episode when it dropped i still encourage you to do a cleaning go through your junk drawers go through your pantry go through your fridge your freezer your closet and get rid of shit that no longer serves you get rid of that stagnant ass energy This also goes towards our environment when we're talking about embodying our highest self. Something that my coach has brought up at nauseum is you, your highest self is your highest self sleeping in a t-shirt that is stained to shit with, you know, underwear that has holes in it. Or are you going to sleep in something that matches like a pajama set that matches or something that is silky or something that just makes you fucking feel good? Because when you go to sleep in something that you feel good in, you're going to wake up feeling good. Okay. So take an inventory of what it is that you're doing whenever you're going to bed, how you're waking up, that kind of thing in your environment. Make sure when you're doing all of this, if you're having a hard time letting go of something, ask yourself why. Like, is this something that actually is serving a purpose in your life? Is it memorabilia? Is it something that has sentimental value? If it doesn't and you're just like, but I really like it. Okay, that's fine. Fucking keep it. Who cares? Maybe you won't like it in a year, whatever. But if you're having a really hard time with getting rid of anything, we have got to talk further personally because there is like 
actual embedded psychological things with having a hard time releasing things. Okay, so that's for different that's for different conversation. The next thing that was talked about in this book was doing like an audit of your circle. And this like hit me so hard in the best way. Not that my my personal circle doesn't need auditing, but there are so many people that I know, clients, friends, that whenever we are having conversations and they're talking to me just about conversations that they're having with their circle, I'm like, why are they in your life? Why are you why are you allowing this negative influence to keep you playing small, to keep you diminishing your dreams and desires, to keep you from actually living a life that you want to fucking live? And as we get older, naturally, we're, our friend group, our circle is going to change and shift just because as you get older, you evolve, right? Like we're all meant to evolve and change and grow. And when you do an audit of your circle, really ask yourself, does this person who's in my circle, are they contributing to my growth and evolution as a person? And if they're not, it's time that you reevaluate that relationship and see if they make the cut into the next version of you. Because as you grow and as you up level and as you become your highest self, there are people who won't make the fucking cut and that's okay. They served a purpose for your life and in your life when they did and now they no longer do and that is okay. That is completely and totally fine. And when I read this and when I thought about it for myself, I was like, damn, I do a really good job of not keeping people around that just don't serve my highest good. And not, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I have experienced so much death in my life. And I really do think that because of that, I just have a different mindset around this life I'm living. And life is too fucking short and I don't want to be on my deathbed feeling like I wasted a lot of my time and energy on a relationship that wasn't evolving with me. And sure, that might sound heartless. That might sound selfish as fuck, but I'm the only one who's taking care of me. It is my responsibility to prioritize what is best for me. And if doing so hurts others' feelings, that's not my intention. And that's not my responsibility either. How people feel about situations are not my responsibility and it's not your responsibility either. You can still be a light, loving, fun, flowy kind of gal, but also put your foot down when it comes to what is not serving you. There's nothing wrong with that. And as women, as Rachel talks about in this book, we are conditioned to be the peacemaker, to be the one that's comforting everyone, to be the one that's allowing all these things to happen as like the peacemaker and all these things. And if we're not doing that, then that's when the name calling happens. It's we're a bitch, we're an ice queen, we're a fucking, you know, whatever. And I, I've actually been called an ice queen more than once. And this was even before I really hopped into my journey with my spirit, my own personal spirituality. This was when I was, you know, 20, 21 years old. And I got called an ice queen because I've always been the kind of person who just says, fuck it. Like, I'm going to do what I think is best for me. And if it hurts someone's feelings or makes someone feel uncomfortable, that's none of my fucking business. That's your own stuff to sort out. And I encourage you to do the same. And it's not heartless. It's not ruthless. It's not any of these things. It simply is just you choosing to choose you. Hear me again. It is you choosing to choose you. And you should always want to choose yourself because you and you are always going to be together. 
right? You were born together, you'll die together. So you've got to choose yourself, okay? And if the people in your circle cannot respect that, then they weren't meant to be in your circle in the first place. So the next thing that I really think is so important that she, maybe she talks about it in the book and I haven't gotten there that far, but this just like kind of came to whenever I was reading it is, you know, intuitive download and maybe she talks on the book again. I don't know. I haven't read that far yet, but the thing that really resonates the most that I, again, it's one of those things where I don't, I don't think about it. Like it comes and it goes and I just don't think about it is the fact that every single day, every day, We have an opportunity to become a different person, to become a better person, to make changes in our life that better serve us, okay? Every day. So that includes right now. Like right now, you have the opportunity to draw the line in the sand and say, I am no longer accepting this mediocre shit that I've allowed in my life. And I'm only accepting things that make me hotter, healthier, wealthier, more spiritually aligned, period. Okay, you do not have to wait for the perfect time because there is never a perfect time for fucking anything. You literally just have to choose it. And the power of being present is going to make this such an easier shift because you're not promised the next five minutes, let alone the next 15 years. And yesterday and all the shit that's happened in the past doesn't fucking matter because it's not happening right now. Okay. In this moment, right now, you have the choice, you have the decision, you have the power to take back your power, okay? It's not that serious. It's not that crucial. Life is meant to be fun. Life isn't meant to be full of fucking dread. And if there are things in your life, in your environment, in your circle that are causing you dread, it's time to let them go. It is time to stop allowing the fuckery in your life. You deserve better. You did not come here to play a small life. And I know that because you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you were. Okay. I will see you guys next week. Enjoy your day and go out there and change your changeables. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. Your support is so appreciated and I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. Make sure to leave a review and when you screenshot this and share it with your friends that you're tagging me on Instagram at underscore Alyssa Simpson X. I'll see you next week. Bye.